Who likes the taste of salt on its own? Mm, not so much. Who likes salt on their chips? I know. What about tomatoes? I know. For me, salt on tomatoes, the flavour is unreal. Can you think of any other foods that salt works well with? Hmm? Oh, avocado, yeah, yeah. Caramel chocolate, yeah, absolutely. Any others? Yeah, absolutely, eggs are good. Okay, who likes salt on their cakes and cookies? Kind of less so, hold that thought. So, we've determined that salt on its own is not particularly tasty. Pretty horrible, actually, a mouthful of salt, not that great. Nobody likes to drink seawater, do they? So, why does Jesus use salt and light to describe how he wants us to be? Well, we've just been talking about it, haven't we? The way salt brings out the flavour and the enjoyment of something. You put salt on food and it makes something that could be bland, it makes it more intense, more tasty, more enjoyable. And actually, salt brings out sweet flavours as well, which is why it is used in baking. And you will find it in your cakes and your cookies because it makes them taste better. But during Jesus' time, salt had a really important secondary use too. There were no, let's not be surprised here, but there were no fridges and no freezers during Jesus' time. So they had to do something to keep the food fresh. So large quantities of salt were used to preserve foods, to stop them going off, to stop them spoiling. Now, if we believe that Jesus is our Lord and Saviour, then he calls us to make things better for other people, to help them see the best in life and to help them to bring out the best in life, making life better, just like salt makes the food better. Salt preserves and salt intensifies. It saves the shelf life of food, but it also makes it more enjoyable. When we show Jesus to people by the way we live, they can experience a new life in him, a life that probably all of us would agree is markably more enjoyable than a life without him. And then there's light. What about light? Why does Jesus use light to describe how we should be? Well, light, as we know from the songs, shines in the darkness. If you're scared of the dark and you don't know where you're going, you turn the light on, don't you? I used to be terrified of the dark as a child, always looking for the light switch. Knowing Jesus helps us to understand where we are, just like when we turn a light on and we don't know quite where we are. Knowing Jesus shines a light on the route that we should take, the way that we should be, and our purpose in life. So if we can't see the way ahead, a light can help us to see where we're to go. And in the same way as followers of Jesus, we're asked to shine the light of God's love wherever we go. Just like those people who are part of this church that Graham was describing. So that when others look to our lives, 
they get a glimpse of how awesome and how good God is. Jesus asks us to let our light shine because we are the salt and light of the world. We are here to enhance people's experience of life by showing them God through how we live. With the light, we are guiding people to Jesus, showing them the path and showing them the way to have a relationship with God and all that that means. Eternal life, personal relationship, transformation, all the healing that can come when we come to know Jesus. And this is what it is to be a saint, as we talked about earlier, to live our lives for Jesus in a salty way, a way, like Graham said, that we can be the stone in the shoe for the people who need that, but we can also be the comfort and encouragement and joy that people need also. So I think as we think about and respond how we can be salt and light, which we're going to do later on in the service, we're going to sing again. And we're going to just reflect on what it is to be God's people in this place.